What up, everybody? It's Nate with Streetwave. Dom Cron here with Streetwave. Hey, yeah. We're here in the crossroads on 18th and Oak at the CBD store here with Daisha. What's going on, Daisha? How are you? What's up? I'm good. What's the deal, friend? <laughs> What's up? What's Me up? Me and Daisha are old friends. So oh, yeah. This is great. You know, yes. the chemistry is great here. Yes, yes. I see the vibe. Um, yeah, yeah. So we've got you on for today to just talk about, like, your life, a little bit of what you do. The CBD story, what that's all about. Um, yeah, so if you want to begin, uh, just where you grew up and where you are now. Word. So I grew up in Kansas City, Missouri, off Linwood and Paseo in the 30s. Um, so in the inner city, um, my parents still live in the house that I grew up in. Um, went to public schools in Kansas City. Um did all that. Went to a private high school, actually. Nice. Um, went to college. Um, what I've college you go to? <coughs> CMSU. Okay. Or whatever it is now. Um, Central. Mo- yeah, yeah. Um, by the time I got into college, I was so crazy just growing up, just wild. Um, just always kind of had the same personality. Always trying to move something, make something, do yeah. something. Yeah. And by the time I got to college... I had already partied so much that I kind of chilled out for a little bit. And I remember with going up there with my dad and you could either do like science or it was like communications, Bachelor of Arts, Bachelor of Science or Bachelor of Arts. I was like, well, I can't do that. (laughs) So I did mass communications. It was the most general thing that was fitting for me. I pretty much just went to college because everybody already thought that I was going to school there because I've been partying there because you could go to the bars when you're 18. (laughs) And, um, but I got in it and loved it. It was mass communications. It was marketing. It was my language. And I had never, like, I didn't mess with school. I barely graduated, like, with a one point, not, you know, in high school. Like, I sucked. I didn't do work. I did, I cheated through all my classes. I was there to kick it. And I hit college and really loved what was what was I was getting like I loved the marketing it was advertising and it was all this stuff that I really liked and I ended up graduating in three and a half years with uh with two degrees with a, a mass com and a business development degree nice magnum cum laude that's was a 3.75 that's crazy yeah that's it's crazy. like I just yeah, but that just <laughs> goes to show that like we learn about things we like yeah. Like if you resonate with it and you know that thing is like that same vibration as you mm-hmm. and it synchronizes like yeah. that then you're just into it and yeah. that's just what it is. The other style. thing that I learned from it which is crazy is that school is wasteful like we I, you know I went through 18 year whatever you know all the way through high school never learned what I needed to learn when I went to college I tested so poorly that I had to take like the general ed classes so I took like you know math for dummies grammar for dummies so I learned everything that they I was supposed to learn you know in school in like two semesters and that helped like so all that stuff was fresh for me so all the classes following you know all my writing like was so on point because I just learned grammar and learned math like 
you know, a month ago. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I didn't know anything like that. Before. No, it's, it's so crazy. I can relate to that. I know when I got out of high school, I was still in the beginning classes of, of English yeah. and of math. And I was like, damn. Yeah, I didn't why? really take any APs or yeah. nothing. Why am I, why am I here? Why yeah. am I in junior college? But then I got into like the, uh, there was like some electronic music classes that I could take on like recording and different things. And it was like really, really dope. But that's where I found community. But you couldn't find me down the hallway of English, math, and all that other shit. Yeah. I just couldn't, that just wasn't me at all. Yeah. Yeah, and I just feel like the workload's a little bit different and how you do your work is a lot different in high school too, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're, Sometimes, I mean, at that time, you're more like a sponge than anything, yeah. you know? So whatever people around you are doing, that's what you're doing. If yeah. more of your school is kicking it, and that's what all the cool yeah. kids are doing, if all the cool kids are skipping school and doing all that shit, more than likely, you're going to be skipping school and doing all yeah. this shit, too. It just seems kind of wasteful and not, like, directed towards any point. Like, yeah, and it's like you just said you learned basically everything you would have learned in high school in two semesters. Seriously. So why can't we learn that in two semesters now? Right, and then learn how to trade, learn, learn like how to do things. Skill sets and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. We're like completely creating like ceilings to like limit. You know, we should definitely have been given more knowledge, more broad spectrum of knowledge than we get. World, not white knowledge. World, World. yeah. Yeah. Let me take Kansas history. (laughs) Kansas history is going to help me in life. Like now, I can name all the counties for anyone that will ask me. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there was a cool song to your ABCs, you know what I'm saying, that I learned in kindergarten. I still remember it to this What's day. What's the song? I'm not song? doing oh. it. It burns like a hole in my brain. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> it takes me back. Coming soon. <laughs> um, so I did the college thing, got back out, got a little crazy again. Um, you know, I found entry level type things, but I've always kind of, I've always had a hustle a move about about me and what I like to do. I mean, <laughs> in elementary, like I remember like eating Kool-Aid was like hot. And so I would get extra packs at the grocery store and bag it up and sell Kool-Aid packs at school. Like just stuff like that. Like it's always been like that. Um, so I kind of started to um, – try to use some of that marketing stuff and just what I like. And I just started like working with businesses and kind of freelancing, like, you know, organizing business and that type of thing, throwing events, doing parties, stuff like that. Um, then I kind of jumped into the whole scene of, uh, music events, did some pretty dope events in Westport at Riot Room for sure. There's still an event that is recurring that's one of my babies. What's that? Uh, luxury Bump. Luxury Bump. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let's go explain that a little bit. Elaborate on that. Well, um, what's that about? So when I was throwing parties then, and I threw more parties than shows because I my homies were the DJs. Um, that's what I like. That's just kind of what the what I was with and uh, I had one homie DJ and we would throw these parties together. So I fill out, you know, with four different DJs and then maybe fill in some openers here and there, but it was more like the DJ stuff. Um, so luxury bump was maybe like our third like themed deal. So we'd kind of create, you know, a theme. We had this homie and he's in Seattle. He, uh, 
is very, very dope. Um, he designed a lot of our stuff, and he's so crispy with it that it just put our shit on a d- in a different level, period. I think visuals, you can put some tight shit out, and it, like people are like, damn. Yeah. Isn't it, isn't it amazing how um, creating uh, a visual art piece mm-hmm. attracts and creates yeah. a, a community and a crowd yeah. and a support system? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what that was about. You yeah, know for sure, yeah. And so we'd like, we for sure, we kind of get, you know, get a design, get a feel. Um, luxury Bump in particular, that party, you know, it was very electronic, R&B, good feels. Um, very, very much so. Bright, like, early on, um, we did. And then, like, so, I mean, I had worked the event out and the concept out to do a fashion show in Westport with like the bunker and all them talked with all them had these little business cards luxury bump business cards that were like the tickets to get in (laughs) we did it at Firefly a few times um riot back at Firefly um and then I ended up parting ways with that particular DJ homie friend and that was kind of it for that and it was like that event was like luxury bump. What it meant was like something that we made up, like sitting down, chilling, like thinking about it. So it was very much like part of like us and our relationship and like all of that. And so it was kind of awkward for either for us to like either really work with it without working together on it. So we kind of left it alone. And then Mark, uh, biotics picked it up. I mean, he loved it. Like I had booked him and like booked a lot of DJs on it. Um, and he fucked with it, still fucks with it, and that's crazy that it still goes on. Yeah. I didn't know it was that big back then. Yeah, I mean, we did some, yeah. I did some killer parties. Like, I didn't, I didn't get to go to those. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I did events, and, um, that's how I kind of got into all that. Um, little bit later, took it a little bit more serious, started a company called Key Concepts Management, uh, that is my base foundation. Um, I was working on a project for somebody, and we were trying to get in some investors for on a music music project, and so I needed that LLC so I can move them funds, <laughs> and so that's kind of what really pushed me to like going ahead and and get it all set up and like start operating as an agency, um, and providing these business services. Yeah. Um, and then I just kind of always. So from there, then I had a uh, little co-op in the West Bottoms that was tight, um, where it were there were other creatives that all rented office space there. Uh, Made was there. Uh, yeah, the studio. Everybody was there. Everybody was studio in that was studio. There. We built a studio that music that was lo- in the back. Oh, that was such a fire studio. It was. Uh, I remember it. Um, we did all those freestyles there. It mm-hmm. never came out, might I add. Yeah, to that let everybody shit was know. Lit. If you're listening to this and you were in that freestyle, just know I remember that. Yeah, that <laughs> was tight. That was tight. Did a couple parties at La La Land. Yeah. The first one of those there. Um, and so always kind of made moves and found a space, love the space with creatives and have always kind of worked with and tried to help build some platforms for us to like work on and be able to profit out here on what we like to do, you know? And then just being out here, we got to do, like, 12 different things just to do what the fuck we want to do. Yeah. Like, for real. Like, I, you know, that, that's just the grind. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it's like we 
we learn how to do multiple things, multiple spectrums of things. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you go from, you know, managing somebody or doing a business and then like, you know, we throw the event too. You yeah. know what I'm yeah. saying? Like yeah. so it's like you're really like three to four to five people in titles yeah. at one yeah, time. Yeah. Like, I say it's like a you have to and I tell people often who, you know, try to figure out ways to who can't make money and they're talented and they've got a thing that they can do. Well, you got to look at that thing and look at it like it's a Broadway play. And there's all these things that feed in that take you can play to produce roles. a Broadway play. So you either have to have developed a skill set to perform to work it or uh, have a strong enough network connection system that you can rely on someone else to do it. And usually you need to first acquire the skill and then if you really want to do it, you know, but you know, like, DJ, it's like okay. Well, you also should know how to set up equipment. Yeah, you should understand you should know sound. About sound. You know, you should know about booking. You yeah. should know about ticket sales. You should know something about graphic design. A little bit. A little bit. At you least know, to make it tight. Right. So then, those are different things that you can generate revenue from within the bubble of what you really want to do. You know, you could work in a. You know, there's all kind of stuff that you can. You know. Well, I, I like to use the analogy of like being a Swiss Army knife mm-hmm. rather than like a single blade. Yeah. Like to to make it these days, it seems like yeah. you need to be that, you know, the Swiss Army knife. Yeah, you know? I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. All right, so let's go down the CBD. Yes. Journey. Yes. So after key, what happened after key? Um. Let me ask that again. What happened after key? I was away from the mic. <laughs> anyway, keep on going. It's okay. I can always. Um, what happened after the West Bottoms thing space? Okay, so I'll run through that all real quick because um, it transitions into the right. CBD store. Um, around that time in the West Bottoms, we had the CBD store. Um, my dude has been in the cannabis space forever. He's blown glass for like 16 years, um, engineered extraction machines, um, serial entrepreneur, done a lot of different stuff had a really large glass blowing business here um and we partnered up with a guy that he had done business with in the past um and and got the cbd stuff going um at the beginning of that um i still had a couple projects i still had these co-working spaces so i still had a lot of other stuff that i was operating Mm -hmm. i had moved from the west bottoms I got this building off Ninth and Tracy that was amazing. Mm. It was called the Downtown. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. Was that's a whole nother that's like we could talk about thing. all that. That's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. Well, <laughs> so it was this two. It was this two story like building, um, and the West so Bottoms sick. thing were landlord situation where new developers came in and the relationship it just it happens with the developing city these types of things. Um, you and got it so split. Yes. Yeah. And so I score on finding this building, was buying the building, building the building into a community center for creative entrepreneurs. And downstairs was like the workspace, the studio space. Everybody and was <laughs> there were like, <laughs> you know, different, like maybe pretty large um, pot square spaces, studio spaces um, for everyone. Um, yeah, everybody was in there. And then upstairs was a venue, was a 500-person capacity venue. 
and we what a setup i just want to say that it was yeah. amazing it was yeah. amazing, it was amazing. Going, keep on going, but like um back room it was an apartment behind this a a apartment like apartment behind the uh the stage so it was the building had a lot of history it was the first vegan restaurant with unity village um and it's really old 19 like 26 or something was built and um they taught school and stuff there and um fed like 1500 people a day or something crazy um but that was dope so while that was going on opened a little retail (laughs) store spot culture. next door to your culture she stayed moving bro um which that summer that was that was <laughs> tight that was tight real um that was really dope that felt really awesome um the space was open like it was a unemployment agency they moved and it was just sitting and i was like well maybe i'll sublease it because i knew them and i was like it was first friday season so through the concept together did that um, it was like a co-retail space, so rented out to local brands. And First Friday was popping yeah. over there, right? Um, and then that that closed. Um, landlord that lease was over. Um, still had the downtown, um, the CBD store, and all that has was still has been going on. And then the downtown burned down. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was very insane, traumatic, sucked. Um, but, um, fast forward with that, after that happened, very unfortunate, that was a year ago in January, I, I think. Was um, it a year ago? Yeah, yeah, full year ago in January. Yeah. Every, we lost a lot, like, a really dope, some a dope shit. A lot of shit. art, a lot I mean, of everyone art, lost yeah, everything. Yeah. I mean, it was the biggest loss that I've definitely ever had. Yeah. Um, but, so what happened after that, um... I moved into way more full-time with the CBD store. Um, we opened a few more stores. We opened one in St. Louis and Oklahoma. Um, and then I just have been busy, just really, really, really behind this um, store now. And so all of these things, so one of the services that I do is business development. I'll do, you know, operation business operations things like that so typically <laughs> i am usually my client um but the cbd store essentially is a is a client of key concepts of my agency um so it's really you know dope i love that i you know do what i you know get to do with stuff that i really love um yeah well i just want to say that's why i understand the the creative strategic planner that you have on your uh, instagram Cause I was like, "What is this about?" And now I know. You know what I mean? Like then now I'm like, "Damn." Yeah. Yes. This yes. Makes sense. If I, I definitely need to do a better job of creating that, and you know, and presenting key concepts and that. I busy, stay busy, work, work, work on the move, um, and I'm much better at doing things for other people than I am for myself, which I'm sure is common. Um, but yeah, definitely at some point <laughs> would love to get the portfolio together or something, you know, <laughs> show people. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> nah, it's that's crazy th- how much you can do really under the radar. <laughs> I think yeah. people don't understand. Yeah. That's a different conversation. Um, yeah. yeah, so the CBD store and that whole thing in the industry um, have been leaders, pioneers. At one point a couple years ago, we were running, a, not running, but going around um, 
with uh, closed loop systems, um, selling, running, demoing those, you know, cool stuff. You know, I can run all that. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love, 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 love the cannabis plant. Um, you know, I love hemp. I love marijuana. And so the CBD industry, um, when we first started, uh, we started how long time, like five years ago with, with product. And it, there was, we were like the only store or only brand at any trade shows and things like that. No one knew what CBD was. It was like difficult to explain. Yeah. You had some smoke shops and head shops that kind of got it, but they just understood that it was like vaping and they wanted it in their store. So, so what is what what is CBD to uh, to common folk that come into the store? Uh, so CBD is the medicinal part of the cannabis plant. Um, it can be in either hemp or marijuana. It is a molecule compound in the plant. Uh, THC is also a molecule compound in the plant part of the plant. THC is more of the psychoactive property. It sure. does have medicinal properties as well. Um, but CBD generally is the most medicinal property. And so supplementing specifically CBD into one system will help address, um, or since I have brands and I sell retail, ha can be, may help address, <laughs> um, you know, a wide, wide, wide range of, of issues. Um, and I'll just move in and explain it. A little bit further, um, one of the things, so we opened the store, the CBD store, that brand specifically to address, to provide information, education. What, like, became very apparent was that no one knew what was going on. So it was like, okay, the job is to educate then. We have a great quality product. From start, we've always had the best, period. Yeah. Okay, so uh, my toe hurts. What, what what would you recommend me getting? Uh, you could put a topical on your toe. Um, what's, what's a topical? A topical is a formula that you would put directly on an isolated area on your body. Um, it can be carried with various carriers. Um, ours is carried with a DMSO, which is an organic compound that dilates your pores. What it's What's blended with it will penetrate on site, so it's extremely effective. Um, activates in about 60 seconds i would encourage anybody that ever wants to see anything like sit in here in a day and like watch somebody not be able to walk in and you put this topical on their knee and like and they have the same reaction like it's the same every time because you're kind of like mind fucked you're like they stand up you know and they like well um i mean i i mean i don't know if it's in my head but and every time yeah. it's like it's it's kind of crazy, like a social experiment, how like it's exact same reaction every time. <laughs> that's um, like the secret like cure. Yeah. It, well, <laughs> I mean, so that's yeah. a an instant way, you know, to put it directly on an injury. Let's say you had a gangrene, a, a more permanent, a, a more severe injury, not just a stubbed toe. I would definitely recommend taking it orally primarily, and then using a topical as needed as a secondary. Um, the chemistry, you know, one of the main things that we want people to understand when leaving here is that, you know, there's chemistry in this plant and our body's biology and they work together and this is what they do. This is how it works. And so, um, the big learning curve, the big thing is that we have this system. It's called an endocannabinoid system. 
It's one of the largest regulatory systems that we have. It's connected to our brain, our central nervous, our digestive. It's connected to all, all of our women's parts. And its purpose is to put our body in homeostasis. It's trying to balance things out. And so it will work in certain ways, such as an anti-inflammatory, to balance, rid your body uh, of that issue. Um, it communicates, it helps our body communicate with itself. Again, trying to put your body in homeostasis. And there's scientific proof of this, correct? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, they say it is the, um, they say that, some people say that it's not, there's no research. It's like the most researched plant on the planet. Period. Israel, period. Um, even here, you can go to pubmed.gov, a great government uh, resource. Google any ailment and CBD, and you'll find tons of more information than you can sort through. Um, Israel has been leading in this industry. They have been on game for like a decade. And they have been a decade? for, yes, yes, yes. They have tons of research, cancer research, um, all kinds of stuff um, and studies that, that have been, that prove all of these things as well. Um, you know, it, unfortunately, this endocannabinoid system, so, you know, our bodies are amazing, like, pretty freaking amazing like they're self-healing right yeah. but they have to be in the right state right. and we've been able to go this time you know since it's been prohibited um without that system functioning because we haven't had access to what we need and our bodies that we've been okay but what they've been able to directly relate uh deficiency in that system to our autoimmune issues so you know kind of what that means is that and why you see things like everything's autoimmune, like cancer, fibromyalgia, yeah. Crohn's, it's yeah. all a deficiency. Um, and so that's why we see such quick results. When people come in, you know, come get a water soluble and have Crohn's or have, you know, MS or fibro and are not suffering, going days without suffering after taking it, you know, for the, in the first couple of days um, or, you know, whatever is you know, mind-blowing. And we've been here, we were actually the first CBD retail store in the United States, so we've been here quite a while. Um, that's awesome. And so what that's, that's so given cool. us is a lot of time, um, a lot of time, uh, and... This place is about... Oh. <laughs> a the lot vibe in here, I mean, like, the listeners need to know, like, the vibe in here is insane. It's so, like, homey, I feel relaxed. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you know... Yeah, yeah. I mean, we definitely. Like if pressure. you yeah. if you go through our Google reviews, I mean, there you can't. There, I mean, it is. You can't deny it. It like, if I could feel it in my heart, everyone. I mean, it, it's just you know we have a professional staff. You know, rather than like opening, you know, tons, we focused on making sure that the ones that we have are very well ran, um, and that we are known to be, you know, a source for education and information, and trying to help assist um, people through all the misinformation and all of this stuff, and it's a lot, it's a lot, this industry is crazy, um, and it's, it's, it's amazing how fast it's growing, um, it's exciting, like, and it's exciting because it means the plant's going to be growing, um, and that's really exciting for the just world and Earth in general. So that's crazy. Yeah, it's like you're you're really like you're really here for the light, you know? <laughs> like that's dope. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, 
I mean, not to interrupt or anything. Sure. Um, when I was in Denver talking to Zach from the the robots uh, dispensary, he said that um, he's he wishes someday that like in Missouri, these like you know soybean farmers would be growing you know marijuana mm-hmm. instead of that, just yeah. for a better income. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we are have expanded. Um, and are moving t- into some of the extraction um, processes, heavier, more, um, you know, on a larger scale. Um, and so that's all going on in Montana right now. And so, you know, I, you know, hear the narrative of the farmers and stuff quite a bit. And yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's what's going to happen. And the farmers are starting to get hit. They're broke. Like, they're not making any money. Like, they're about to lose their farms. And, like, they're wanting to, you know, emails are wanting, you know, they want to sell, you know, lease their land. They want to partner. They want to grow and partner. They want to grow and sell you that grow and pay you to process. You know, so there's all these scenarios um, in that area um, but it's gonna it's beautiful you know again back to how <laughs> you know that's a, a lot of hemp that will be growing and it, it's it's a good thing to be growing so you need more of that yeah um I love 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 the CBD store I mean again on a daily basis people you know 40 pe- people are coming in here who have suffered for years and are getting relief and getting help. And, like, I can't put the right words into that or what that feels like. Even myself, and you know, I, it, we, I have an ankle that's all metal. I don't have cartilage or anything like that. And so that's what, what I take it for. And I had to do, like, trigger point injections, pain pills, just to do things, work, and, you know, bartend an eight-hour shift and, sh- you know, all that to work. And started using CBD. Like, I can remember I g- we got these patches, and I went, like, worked this whole cannabis cup for three days and didn't have to take any, like, a pain pill or anything. And I was like, oh, my God. And it was like heaven sent. That's crazy. Yeah. It's like the proof is there. It's oh, it is. There. At that point, at that point, it's like, I mean, it's the easiest thing to do like I love it like there's no you know and what I have to do you know having three stores you know I'm managing all of that all of what goes on inventory we mainly we have our own product so there's a whole product brand line e-commerce with that there's inventory um, the marketing that I'm providing that service I work with uh, high freak group Kindle and Edith Edith is really uh, the main one on on most of these projects, um, can do definitely steps in and does v- our video work. Yeah. Well yes, I yes. I was going to say, um, like your Instagram, you know, like doing the bath, CBD, mm-hmm. uh, dissolving things and like doing different things, just educating people. And we actually, you know, I had to take that happy hemp day from yeah, you because it, yeah. it was dope. And, I, and I'm going to yeah. keep on like. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a good education and it yeah. gets people connected. And I'd be like. Well, you know, I know Daisha. She can help you out with anything yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that part. You know, it's all, it's a lot of fun, um, that part. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot. You know, it's, it's retail, you know. Um, blessed that it's what it is and it makes it easy. And there's, you know, I mean, I'm answering calls or whatever. I don't not work. Like, that's what it is. But it's very comfortable and passionate and, yeah. like, you know, 
none of it feels like work. I don't mind, you know, it's whatever. And that's a question I want to ask. It's like, okay, like you're actually doing something that you have a passion for and Mm -hmm. you love to do, you know, like, so what do you got to say for people who feel like they aren't? Yeah. Um, I say keep working towards the what towards what's pulling you, you know, like pay attention to that. And it may not make sense to everyone. And maybe you can't even translate it or it doesn't even you can't even see it. Maybe you do see it, you know, and you have to really chase something that's not tangible and be patient. I work a lot I work my ass off and I've worked and tried to be consistent and continue to move up you know do stuff for a while you know what I'm saying like you know I should have the shit that I got you know what I'm saying like I you know it's like yeah you're meant to I fucking work you know so um you know but it comes it's so many seeds it's so much stuff practice patience the events you know that stuff you know it's like when I started doing stuff I knew you know but I didn't know completely, but it's like, you know, I, I would do stuff, throw events for practice, you know, business. Like, let me figure out the logistics of this and, like, put this together and, like, put that on the resume um, and, you know, get that skill set. Right. Um, and so it's all been, you know, teaching and just educating myself how to run things and be successful. And, you know, I say I would definitely say if you're not, you feel like you're not, you know, another thing to do to really feed all of that is you really got to feed you right, too. Um, Fact. <laughs> hard, um, you know, and be disciplined enough to love, you know, love yourself enough to be disciplined or discipline yourself, whichever, yeah, however yeah, that yeah, would go. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it all is connected, you, you know, your mind, your body, your spirit. Um, and when you really start pe- putting all those things in right and it aligns, the things start happening and move. And it's just the way it is. I mean, I wish somebody would have told me that before I had to figure it out myself. And, you know, it'd be a little bit different, but I probably wouldn't be have well, yeah, a lot of the things yeah. that I have, you know, person, things, characteristics, whatever strengths that I have if I had not taken a long time to figure it out. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's two plus two equals four. <laughs> <laughs> just you know what I mean? That's just what it is. Yeah. Multiply. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I'd say and just keep doing that and I and it it, you know, follows itself. And you know, and like I've do, you know, I've done you know, don't be afraid to just work and do stuff. Like I you can't tell you how much stuff I do or have done, like just on GP. Like even like artists and like really homies like people in within like this area you know party stuff like that you know any type of like business advice or anything like that I just do like I try to give as much as I can like I don't try I try to put myself in a position where I don't have to rely on my homies as my clients I get clients and you know share the wealth and like let's all eat you know what I mean and so um yeah I don't know Got off that's dope yeah um, so just some like silly questions I just want to ask. Um, how old were you when you smoked your first J? That first J. Mm, it was young. It wasn't my fault. Um, was it a J though? Was it a J or was it? It was a J. Yeah, uh, yeah. So my best friend, um, we found her, and so my best friend, her older brother, always had us doing some shit. He was like, we just always having us doing some bad shit i feel like um 
love him to death, but yeah, um, definitely the ringleader. Mm-hmm. And we found the parents' stash. And so he rolled up. I mean, it was like elementary, mid-elementary. Um, yeah, I was really young. And like we smoked on the side of the house. And, and then he ordered pizza. How old was he? He was in middle school. Okay. So he was about right. And yeah. we were about ripe. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, and then like it was, I mean, yeah, I just started kicking it pretty early. Unfortunately. You what? <laughs> the first time I ever smoked was out of a fucking foily. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Wow. It's fucked up. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, dang. Yeah, we for times calls for death or not. Yeah. I'm glad, like, man, that might have fucked me up a little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like those things, you know? Into my mind. <sighs> What's has anybody smoked out of like anything like super du- like I've smoked out of an apple? Um, I think I feel like I've smoked out of a pineapple. Maybe it's just I want to in my dream, but it would be tight. I feel like I've seen that though, but maybe my friend, my friend stole a, a, like one of those little lab things from biology class once. That was cool. It's not like crazy to smoke out of, but the fact that he just did it, I don't know if anybody else did that. Like the vape thing? thing? Yeah, the little triangle thing. The volcano you, yeah, thing? That you would get in you a You remember volcanoes? Class. The, oh, the bags. fucking bags. <laughs> 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 Never did it. Uh, Never did it. Just to not smell anything. like. And then they made shit, the portable. Oh, the weed shit burn. inflates like a bag of popcorn. <laughs> 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 like, what is this shit? You're just like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, some alien shit. Yeah, those are the toys. Yeah. Okay, okay. Favorite DMX song? Uh, Slippin'. Yes. Yeah, it yes. was the... Wait, all right, you have to yes. rap the first verse. Oh, no, the I cannot do that. I had to decline. Don't, don't put her on I'm class. just kidding. I I'm had to kidding. definitely I'm decline. <laughs> you want me to decline. I, I did it last night. I love the... Uh, oh, I was, it was so much fun. The female vocal layer mm-hmm. on the hook. That, uh, yeah. He played it like last, and I was like ho- waiting oh, the whole time. Yes, it was, yes, it uh, was so much fun. Yeah, it was, so it was tight. It was cool to see uh, Moogie and Jordan up there. That was mm-hmm. dope, dope, dope. Moogie's congrats mom was there. Hell yeah, congrats. They did a great job. Moogie's stage dived like six times. It was pretty lit. Um I guess it was his fir- the first time his mom had ever seen yeah, him perform. Yeah, yeah, so it was real beautiful, beautiful, beautiful energy. It was dope. Damn, that's so sick. That Local part. scene in KC is crazy, bro. Yeah, all the way to We're Springfield. Support all your people. Support your people. All the way to L.A. Fuck it. Yeah. Hell yeah. There's Girl been shit. shows. I always try to check my schedule you know when I'm there's saying? shit like in L.A. Next, with the homies or like Trip and, you know, and Stacks and, and all of them. Hey, when, when, when the you out there? Time. When you out there? Uh. 23 Saturday. So mm, if you're in LA and you're yes. listening to this, pull up to the resident. Hey, yeah. mm. You know what I'm saying? Go to samgrong.com. That's my homegirl. She's a super dope DJ. I'm the only rapper on the list. So mm, I'm going to bring the like, shit. I you like. know? <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's do it. I'm fucking with DJs yeah. out there. Um, so any 2019 goals for you? Uh, Yes. 2019 goals. 
are big. <laughs> are they? Um, you don't have to share them all, but if you just want to okay. share some, you know, that's yeah, that's all yeah, good. for sure. I think personally, um, is just really being aggressive with like consistency and um, just putting things into overdrive. Um, and so I'm just steady, just in the zone, yeah. in zone, in the zone, in the right. zone, in the zone. I'm not about being in the zone. Anything not in the zone, you don't want me in the zone. I'm not even listening. I'm in the zone. Um, and then just professional, you know, business stuff is, I mean, yeah, I got a lot of like little projects and um, definitely some cannabis related projects, hemp related projects. I got a couple little events that um, I'm about to do here real soon that I'm really excited about. Um, so, yeah, getting that stuff all out and um yeah producing stuff any goals for you homie? for me yeah for 2019 so many dude like it's, it's <laughs> you know and it's like i feel like goals are goals i feel like sometimes you're not meant to reach all of them yeah in a certain yeah, span yeah. of time you know you can make as many goals as you want yeah yeah you know but you're just diligent yeah yep yeah that's all you gotta yep. do you gotta keep trucking bro like it don't matter yeah Keep it going. It's about what you're doing. It's, it's work not about ethic. what you look like. Work ethic is, I doing. mean, if I can say anything, any truth, a huge, like, you know, light bulb, it's just work ethic. Like, yeah. if you get up and you work, there will be results. Period. Back, two plus two equals four. And so, like, it's that, you know. And most people, the majority, you know, if – if you don't have the things or not, it's not falling into place how you think it should or want to, really sit down and let's look and be honest with what you do and write your write a day down and hour it out. What are you doing at that time? And then look at better or more positive or different ways to fulfill that. And it doesn't have to be work. Like not everybody's like in workaholic and like I'm hyperactive. Like yeah. I just like to just be doing you shit. Your day. Right. So maybe it's like something that's more self involved or you know trying to get con higher conscious you know stuff like that um but positive mental downloads you know to the self um either with work that's you know putting you moving you into better places or or doing something for yourself but yeah you know look at those hours and like do you feel good about what you're doing in those hours you know and like you know i always say some of the thing or mindset that i grab is like you know, and I'll try to, I try to, like, add something new to the program every, like, three months. Do a little self-discipline. I think the discipline is huge. And it might not even matter, but the act of discipline um, creates discipline in other areas that I believe um, get you, which you have to have for, su for good success. And so um, I try to, like, do a little different stuff, you know, like every six or every few months. Yeah. It's a lot, but yeah, it is a lot. At the same time, it's like that's what life's about. Life's mm -hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Do a lot. Yeah, it's just it's insane about like the inspiration you've set like just right now for us to kind of, you know, even like project and challenge us onto what we should do for this year. You know, like nothing's ever finished. Yeah. I don't think we should always just draw like a finish line down and be like, oh no, we've passed on to something else. You know, it should always be. Yeah. You know, growing. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It ain't what you know, it's what you don't know. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, <laughs> check it out. So, anything else for the listeners? What's the website? What's the website? Oh. Well, the, yeah, yeah, tell, us, yeah. tell us where we can check out for what's sure, going on. For sure, for sure, for sure. The website. So, we're in the crossroads off 18th and Oak. Uh, 400 East 18th Street, the robot on the corner uh, with the CBD chain. That's where we're at. Uh, you can go to the CBD stores with an S plural dot com, or you can go to evolutioncbd.com. Evolution CBD is our in house brand. Um, we've got some really great stuff. Um, come into the store, get educated. Everyone that works here is as equally educated as I am and can provide the same assistance, um, industry info, background knowledge, answer questions that you have. You can also sample a couple of the products. Uh, we have vape stuff, um, edibles. Our bath bombs are phenomenal. We should do a whole show about bath bombs. Uh, they're so sick. We should um, just get a big bath, bath and, and just, just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I can't say like enough dope things <laughs> about those. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know what happens. <laughs> and definitely follow us on social media. Um, interact. We put some, you know, dope stuff up there. Um, I think that our brand looks dope. So fuck with it, it like is. it, oh, love yeah. it. It doesn't look dope. It is. We 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 <laughs> wouldn't you. be here. We wouldn't be here. No, no, that's all good. Hey, don't forget to check out what we're doing on Streetwave. We're on all different kind of platforms. We're on the Apple. We're on Spotify. You can find yeah, us on. Yeah, we official, bro. Yeah, we're, we're on there. Official. Fuck. Yeah, it feels good. Uh, what's the Instagram? Streetwave. Streetwave. Yeah. Uh, the double V. Do double two V. V's. Yeah. Other than that, we appreciate your time, Daisha. Thanks for having me on. Um, super fun. Love it. Yeah. I'm going to come back. Yeah, definitely. 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 All right. Well.